The Road Away from Revolution by Woodrow Wilson. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. In these doubtful and anxious days, when all the world is at unrest, and look which way you will, the road ahead seems darkened by shadows which portend dangers of many kinds. It is only common prudence that we should look about us and attempt to assess the causes of distress and the most likely means of removing them. There must be some real ground for the universal unrest and perturbation. It is not to be found in superficial politics or in mere economic blunders. It probably lies deep at the sources of the spiritual life of our time. It leads to revolution, and perhaps if we take the case of the Russian Revolution, the outstanding event of its kind in our age, we may find a good deal of instruction for our judgment of present critical situations and circumstances. What gave rise to the Russian Revolution? The answer can only be that it was the product of a whole social system. It was not, in fact, a sudden thing. It had been gathering head for several generations. It was due to the systematic denial to the great body of Russians of the rights and privileges which all normal men desire and must have if they are to be contented and within reach of happiness. The lives of the great mass of the Russian people contained no opportunities, but were hemmed in by barriers against which they were constantly flinging their spirits, only to fall back bruised and dispirited. Only the powerful were suffered to secure their rights or even to gain access to the means of material success. It is to be noted as a leading fact of our time that it was against capitalism that the Russian leaders directed their attack. It was capitalism that made them see red, and it is against capitalism under one name or another that the discontented classes everywhere draw their indictment. There are thoughtful and well-informed men all over the world who believe, with much apparently sound reason, that the abstract thing, the system which we call capitalism, is indispensable to the industrial support and development of modern civilization. And yet, everyone who has an intelligent knowledge of social forces must know that the great and widespread reactions like that which is now unquestionably manifesting itself against capitalism do not occur without cause or provocation. And before we commit ourselves irreconcilably to the attitude of hostility to this movement of the time, we ought frankly to put to ourselves the question, is the capitalistic system unimpeachable? Which is another way of asking, have capitalists generally used their power for the benefit of the countries in which their capital is employed, and for the benefit of their fellow men? Is it not, on the contrary, too true that capitalists, have often seemed to regard the men whom they used as mere instruments of profit, whose physical and mental powers it was legitimate to exploit with a slight cost to themselves as possible, either of money or of sympathy. Have not many fine men who were actuated by the highest principles in every other relationship of life seemed to hold that generosity and humane feeling were not among the imperative mandates of conscience in the conduct of a banking business, or in the development of an industrial or commercial enterprise. And if these offenses against high morality and true citizenship have been frequently observable, 
are we to say that the blame for the present discontent and turbulence is wholly on the side of those who are in revolt against them ought we not rather to seek a way to remove such offences and make life itself clean for those who will share honourably and cleanly in it the world has been made safe for democracy there need now be no fear that any such mad design as that entertained by the insolent and ignorant hohenzollerns and their counsellors may prevail against it but democracy has not yet made the world safe against irrational revolution that supreme task which is nothing less than the salvation of civilization now faces democracy insistent imperative there is no escaping it unless everything we have built up is presently to fall in ruin about us and the united states as the greatest of democracies must undertake it the road that leads away from revolution is clearly marked for it is defined by the nature of men and organized society it therefore behooves us to study very carefully and very candidly the exact nature of the task and the means of its successful accomplishment the nature of men and of organized society dictates the maintenance in every field of action of the highest and purest standards of justice and of right dealing and it is essential to efficacious thinking in this critical matter that we should not entertain a narrow or technical conception of justice by justice the lawyer generally means the prompt fair and open application of impartial rules but we call ours a christian civilization and a christian conception of justice must be much higher it must include sympathy and helpfulness and a willingness to forego self-interest in order to promote the welfare happiness and contentment of others and of the community as a whole this is what our age is blindly feeling after in its reaction against what it deems to be too great selfishness of the capitalistic system the sum of the whole matter is this that our civilization cannot survive materially unless it be redeemed spiritually it can be saved only by becoming permeated with the spirit of christ and being made free and happy by the practices which spring out of that spirit only thus can discontent be driven out and all the shadows lifted from the road ahead here is the final challenge to our churches to our political organizations and to our capitalists to everyone who fears god or loves his country shall we not all earnestly cooperate to bring in the new day end of the road away from revolution by woodrow wilson